This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the past 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us section so they know we sent you. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com is the place to be. It's the Locked On Aggies Podcast, presented by Locked On Podcast Network. Talking all things Texas a and Now, here's your host, Cole Thompson. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M, and we have breaking news coming out of College Station as Texas A&M has been caught by the NCAA with a new probation after Jimbo Fisher failed to get a six-month show cause order in place. We're going to be talking all about that, what we know right now, what Fisher has come out and said, and a little bit more insight of how this could affect the 2020 season. Before we begin, make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to help make this show better, I'm always able to listen and willing to take your opinion. That's at Mr. Cole Thompson. And secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked On Aggies is your number one source for all things Texas A&M related content here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Aggies. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on Spotify. And if you can't do any of that, like us on LockedOnPodcast.com. So as many of you know, right now, Texas A&M recently was placed under a probation for a year and Jimbo Fisher was given a six-month showcase order as he and the program were found that to have violated NCAA recruiting and athletic-related activity rules. The findings released on Thursday stemmed from violations between January of 2018 and February of 2019. So basically, as soon as Fisher got onto campus... He already started violating rules surrounding the program, according to the NCAA. There was an instance where Fisher and an assistant coach had impermissible contact with a recruit. As part of a negotiated resolution, the school has ended the recruitment of the recruit in question. So whoever the kid was, whoever they were trying to recruit... He could be any age, for all we know. He could have been a rising senior right now. He could have been still a sophomore. Doesn't matter. The recruiting for this prospect can no longer happen. He will not attend Texas A&M University whenever he could. The NCAA did not name the assistant coach, but Texas A&M later identified him as Jay Graham, the former running backs coach and massive coordinator when it comes to the recruiting trail, who is now an assistant at his alma mater, Tennessee. Biggest thing of all of this, Tennessee right now has been on a tear in the recruiting trail. So does this factor into the recruiting process found with the Vols? This could be a massive story we see down the line. Fisher, who was found to have failed to promote an atmosphere of compliance and did not demonstrate that he monitored his staff, was forced to serve a nine-day ban on phone calls, emails, and texts with prospects this past January. Fisher came out with a statement saying, while I am disappointed in the violations, including an unidentified one that resulted from a conversation with a high school athlete, it is still my responsibility to ensure we are adhering to each and every rule. I am pleased to have this matter completely behind our program and look forward to continuing our efforts. 
to make every aspect of our program one all Aggies can continue to be proud of. Fisher's show cause will be placed through the rest of the 2020 season, and Graham, who's now in Knoxville, keep in mind, will also be given a six-month showcase order along with other penalties. The football program was also found to have caused its players to exceed activity limits by about seven hours for multiple weeks during the spring and summer of 2018. So when football season's not going on, you have your daily workouts. You have your regiments to where you're allowed to have players in the facilities. A lot of teams will bend the rules a little bit. I'm not saying they'll break it. I'm not saying they'll, you know, they'll definitely come out and be supportive of saying, oh no, we just don't really care. They'll just look the other way, and if players are found there, they just won't say anything. So seven hours over the limit is a big number because if you're only required to have them there for a certain amount of time, it's not like during the regular season where you wake up, you go to class, you go to practice, you eat lunch, you have you have film study, you have dinner, you go work out, you come home, you go to bed. It's not like that at all. It's you have a time limit, they're allowed to be there, when they're not there, they can go out. They can be there. A&M, unfortunately, was caught having players overspending hours there during the summer of 2018. In addition to the probation, Texas A&M was fined $5,000 and received several other recruiting restrictions. Um, of course, Ross Bjork came out with a statement later. Since I arrived at Texas A&M, I have seen up close and personal Coach Fisher's commitment to integrity and following the rules. I appreciate his response, including actions taken during the process itself. As a result, the program moves forward and remains on track in both our short and long-term quest for excellence. This will have no impact on our current or future student-athletes or the 2020 postseason or our pursuit for championship success on and off the field. Here's the biggest thing that we can take away from all this. When we look at Jimbo Fisher and what's been going on with him right now, this could be worse. Right now, there's no guarantee. Everyone's talking about probation. Everyone's talking about uh, show cause. Everyone's talking about you know Jimbo Fisher's name being a little bit smeared because of the violations. Let's just put this to the side. It's not as bad as people think. There's no bull ban. They did not have to cut back on scholarships. The punishment is pretty much already over. It's just about retweets. It's just about, oh, he did this. He did that. This was a long time coming. And it seems that this has been kind of put past him already. No, don't get me wrong. This is still a massive problem. This is still... Um, this is still something that could cost Jimbo Fisher some money. This could cost him uh, recruits in the future. If he's unable to showcase his show clause during the six months. Right now though, it's not as big as a deal as people think. It's literally water under the bridge until said otherwise. Now, if he's unable to produce, you know the clauses and he's unable to produce the six month period of his showings, this becomes a problem. And this is where sanctions come in. This is where the NCAA will step in. And even though Jimbo Fisher signed a 10 year, $75 million contract, the NCAA could hit him with a ban to where he no longer is allowed to coach at Texas A&M. And then A&M's out money. But right now, this isn't as big as a deal as I think people are trying to make it out to be. 
Here's the uh, actual ruling from the NCAA. Uh, the terms of six uh, Fisher's six-month show cause stemming from these violations. The term of the show cause order includes a previously served nine-day ban on phone calls, emails, or texts with prospects in January of 2020, a reduction in off-campus recruiting contact days by three for December of 2019 through January of 2020 contact period, a ban on all all off-campus recruiting activities for the fall of 2020 contact period, additionally one-on-one rules education, and a public statement from the head coach addressing the violations. So keep in mind, He's already done the nine-day ban on the phone calls, emails, or texts with prospects. He did that in January. Uh, There was a reduction of off-campus recruiting contact days for three days through December of 2019 all the way until January of 2020. He's already done that. A ban on all off-campus recruiting activities for the fall of 2020. That is the last thing he has to do because he's already done an additional one-on-one rules education period and he's made a public statement addressing the violations. The biggest thing that stinks about this right now is his off-the-field recruiting. What you have to do now for the fall of 2020, he now has to come out and go, okay, you want to come play for us? You come play for us because that's all I can do. If you want to come to A&M, you're going to come to A&M. If you want to be a part of this culture, you're going to be a part of this culture. I'm not allowed to sell you on A&M anymore. That's where the problem lies. Do I think that this is going to hurt AM? It could. Do I think this is the biggest problem right now with AM? No, I think there's a ton more that AM will have to reduce coming up in the future. But this still is a massive problem for AM. And it's something that's not going to go away immediately. And it's something that you look at in the past two years for AM, what he's been able to do. He's finished in the top six of 24-7 sports composite rankings. Uh, Right now, the team ranks 27th nationally for 2021. I think all this really does is the recruitment is kind of at an end for A&M. And hopefully, he will be able to still find a way to sell the program through his players, through other people. But he's done. And that's the biggest problem I think we're looking at moving into 2021. While 2020 still is chugging along and there's little things to do, fixing your car up could be a fun project for you and the family. But without the right prices or the right parts, you could be stuck actually doing more damage to your car, paying more out of pocket. That's why I like to use rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. The online catalog is very unique and remarkable and easy to navigate. They have everything from engine control modules to brake pads to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So if you want to fix up a classic steamer or you want to just do stuff to your daily car, they probably have the prices for you. And their prices are very affordable and you can choose from brand specifications and actually find out other prices at other locations. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write in locked on on the how'd you hear about us page so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you will ever need. Rockauto.com is the place for you to go. We're talking about the sanctions that were handed down to Texas A&M going into the 2020 season. Will this affect the 2020 year at all? Don't go anywhere. We'll break down why it will or won't in just a quick moment. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. Guys, let me get your opinion on something. Do you love quality podcasts running your favorite sports teams on a daily basis? If so, listen to a Locked On Podcast. 
The Locked On Podcast Network has over two dozen college sports shows, plus every single team covered in the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and highlighted and up-to-date information for all your fantasy sports events. Go listen to us live on iTunes, subscribe on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen to us at LockedOnPodcast.com. Texas A&M was handed a recent probation due to off-the-field instances occurring with both Jay Graham, the former A&M running backs coach and top recruiter, and Jimbo Fisher. Uh, Texas A&M will be on probation from July 2nd of 2020 through July 1st of 2021. Following this news, the NCAA outlined the following penalties for A&M. It's a one-year probation, a fine of $5,000, a reduction in football official visits by 17 days during the 2019 and 20 academic year, which is already over, an an off-campus recruiting ban for the entire football coaching staff for November 2019, which reduced the permissible evaluation for days in the 2019 and 20 academic year by 19, a seven-day off-campus recruiting ban period for the football coaching staff for the 2020 spring off-campus recruiting period, and a 10-day campus recruiting ban for football coaching staffs for the 2020 fall off-campus recruiting period. So those are... 10 days that have already happened, uh, seven days that have already happened, and 10 days that will happen later this year. The university ended its recruitment of one prospect, not every prospect, but one prospect. We also don't know if this was for the 2021 class or the 2022 class or even the 2023 class, but he is no longer going to be able to come to College Station. A ban on recruiting of any prospect from the Prospects High School for 2019, 2020, 2021, and the 2021-22 academic years. So also, not only the player that they were going after can they not go after, they can't go after anyone from his high school until the end of the 2022 academic year. So the 2023 class is the first time a player from this high school will be able to suit up in College Station. A six-month show cause order from the head coach, the terms of the show cause include a previously served nine-day ban on phone calls, email or text with prospects that happened in January of 2020, a reduction in off-campus recruiting contact days by three for the December 2019 through January 2020 contact period, a ban on all off-campus recruiting activities for the fall of 2020 contact period, additional one-on-one rules education, and a public statement from the head coach addressing the violations. So basically, Fisher's done with recruiting. His staff might not be, but he's done with recruiting. A six-month show cause order to assistant coach Jay Graham. The show cause includes an order in previously served nine-day sentence of the exact same thing. I mean, I'm not going to read it all because it's literally the exact same thing. The only difference is he does not have to come out with a apology because he's not the head coach. You look at all this. You look at what the Aggies are going for. So many ways they could have gone worse. Um, This doesn't really affect them that much because of Fisher won't be able to be there. And more importantly... Keep this in mind. It's happening at a really good time if you're an Aggie fan. Because say the season doesn't happen. Let's just throw that in there for the mix. Say the season doesn't come out this year and it's a lost year. If players have to sit out, you don't get to see anyone go. 
the the sanction's not going to change. It's ruled until July of 2021. So at the end of the day, Fisher's going to walk out, season or not, without being there. There's going to be a lot more restrictions from the NCAA about recruiting outside of campus this year, even if there is a season. It's probably going to be a lot of Zoom calls and a lot of Zoom meetings and a lot of uh, virtual tours. That's going to be something that they're going to have to look into because of the COVID-19 pandemic. If Fisher's not on that tour, he's just not on that tour. He could be behind exactly what needs to be said, what needs to go through, what needs to be brought up in conversation with his own staff members, but he himself does not have to be involved on the campus tour. And if it's an off-campus tour, of course you want to meet the head coach. Of course you want to know who you're playing under. And with a guy who's on a 10-year, $75 million contract who does not seem to be going anywhere, you're going to want a more hands-on experience with him. But he's not there, and it's also not the end of the world if he's not there. You also have to look at the fact that the schedule itself is going to be already debated if the NCAA can hand out business and figure out you know, what's going to happen with the standardized testing, what's going to happen for recruiting for 2021. They may have to put a hold on the 2021 recruiting or limit the 2021 recruiting. So A&M has, I think right now, nine prospects signed for the 2021 class verbally commits. What if none of them drop? And you're only allowed to have 15 guys. Well, maybe that 15, that nine that you have, is already built for success. Maybe you don't have to worry about going out. And then there's going to be kids who, if you have to cut back on these scholarships, you have to cut back on everything else. Maybe some of these kids decommit, know a friend who's going to the university, and they commit with them. And then you have your 15, or your 20, or whatever it is. This could have been so much worse. They could have gotten a bowl ban. They could have been immediately excluded from the college football playoff. They could win the SEC West and be told, nope, you can't go to the conference championship game. Instead, they get a fine. Fisher can't go on recruiting visits, whether it's Zoom or whether it's in person. And the team still gets to play for a national title. It's not a fun recruiting, but again, Coaches can get caught with this stuff all the time. I don't see it as big as a flaw as others out there do. Is it a knack on his resume? Yeah. He's already got about 10 of those. I don't think that a lot of true Aggie fans are going to care that he has a knack on his resume because of his players stayed after late. Because of he wanted them to, to get the best out of them. I think if players also don't care, they don't care. But keep in mind, you break one rule, the NCAA is going to come down and they're going to find about 20 more that they have to find you with. So, you don't go on recruiting visits. You tell your coaches exactly what needs to be said. You still prep for a season. And if there is a season, you fight for a chance to go 10-2, and two, go to the college football playoff, and win the title. A&M's not having any of those sanctions removed for them. So, again... This is a season that I think could have been so much worse, but because of already the ramifications of 2020 going on outside of the football realm, this actually plays in Fisher's favor. Plays in it very much so. 
So now with this coming out and the news of Fisher having a probation against him, how does this affect his legacy at College Station two years into his 10-year deal? We'll break down why it doesn't in just a quick moment. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. Guys, make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked On Aggies. Jimbo Fisher was caught because of a probation scandal that happened with a student. And now the question comes to next, how does this affect his A&M legacy? To me, it doesn't. There's been so many other things, I think for A&M fans, that for them to be worried about than this little nonsense. Don't get me wrong. It's a big deal because of you want to see your coach be clean as a whistle, but that doesn't always happen. And in fact, nine out of 10 times, there's not a program out there that you've seen this happen. You look at you know all of this that comes out year after year, and this isn't a major punishment. This is nothing more than just a slap on the wrist from the NCAA for them practicing a little bit longer than they wanted to, for them having a conversation with a prospect while he was still in school and they weren't able to. And you look at some other coaches who have been with programs as long, if not longer, Sean Miller at Arizona, Will Wade at LSU, got caught very much with the similar prospect. You're hearing now about the Zion Williamson scandal going on with Duke and how he took money from a marketing ploy. That's pretty bad. Bill Self in Kansas is, seems to always be in the news. And you hear about these coaches and these players back in 2006 with Jim Trestle and Tyrell Pryor. They're selling their stuff for tattoos. They're selling memorabilia. That's just as bad as early recruiting. For me, Fisher still is trying to prove that he is legitimately worth that $7.5 million contract. And I think that staying after practice, because if he wants to get the best out of his players, so that when they come out on Saturday afternoons, they're dirt-stomping every single team, I think that's actually worth the conversation to have. I don't think that, yeah, it's bad he got caught. Like, I'm I'm not going to deny it. It's bad he got caught, but... It's like any other coach in any other prospect process. Yeah, they're going to harp down on you. Hey, you're probably pushing them too hard. But if the players also want to be there for staying an extra 45 minutes after practice, it happens. I can tell you right now, there was three times my senior year where I did not leave my high school until 8.30 at night. Practice was supposed to be over by 5.30. And it was the dead heat of Texas. We were planning for a big game. We stayed after with one of our coaches. We watched film. Now, was that legal? Probably not. Probably not by the UIL rules, but we did stay after. It was years ago. I don't see that much more of a difference. There's ways to go about this. Coaches are here to win, and this is part of it. Unfortunately, once again, the NCAA finds one violation. They're going to try and find a bunch more to make this justifiable. They have to go out and they have to find more violations to bring you down for. And in reality, it's a harsh reality that you will get fined. But this is not a big deal. For A&M, instead of losing out on prospects, instead of losing out on recruits, instead of getting a violation ban, 
to have to pretty much just let people come in and walk onto the team. They don't get to bring in one guy. One player who we don't even know who it was. It could have been a two, three-star athlete. It could have even been Jimbo Fisher's kid, for all we know. I don't know. Nobody knows who the prospect is. Because of that, you lose out on one guy, I think you're fine. I think, in fact, you're absolutely fine. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked On Aggies. And make sure you listen to our top show, Locked On NBA. With the NBA season coming back in a bubble down in Orlando, 22 teams will battle it out for a chance to host the NBA trophy. You're going to want to stay up to date with them on Locked On NBA. Tomorrow, we're going to be looking back since AM's alignment in 2012 with the SEC how they've done, how they compare to other teams in the conference, and where they rank among those top programs. You're not going to want to miss the show. We'll see you then. And remember, you give me all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.